Hello, and welcome to Creepin' It Real, the show where we watch the scary things so you don't have to. I'm Michelle, and this time I'm joined by Lou. Hello. And we watched the 2021 sequel movie, Don't Breathe 2. Um, yeah so if you're not familiar with the way we do this segment we are going to spoil absolutely everything about this movie uh, break it down for you let you know kind of what's going on with it and if we think anyone should ever watch the movie um so full spoilers we're starting right away with the spoilers um so this movie picks up eight years after the previous movie following the main character and or villain from the first movie um known as the blind man in this case we actually do find out his name is norman so following norman who now has a young child in his possession um and it follows kind of what happens with these characters um so the movie opens up with his daughter because the girl calls him father his daughter phoenix um and him living in a house and he won't let her go anywhere um, she does kind of go out at one point to go to the site of the death of her mother because he to- tells her that her mother died in a fire. So she goes out to leave flowers by her mother's burnt up house um, where we see a shadowy figure in the background kind of watching her. Um, she then goes into town with a friend that they have where this like creepy gang tries to abduct, abduct her, but then she does not get abducted. So she goes back home. And that's where the gang finds her and tries to abduct her from the house. So the first kind of chunk of the movie, we're trying to break it down into three parts. It's really a two-part movie. <laughs> so they're, the gang's there trying to abduct her from the house and Norman is trying to fight them off. So for this chunk of the movie, Lou, what'd you think? What'd you think about it? You know what? This is actually the uh, part of the movie where it still had my attention. Um, I mean, we've mentioned it a bunch of times that this movie didn't need a sequel, but they did. So whatever, uh, there's a new child. He is now the protagonist of this movie. It's sort of similar in, in a way where people are going into the, into the house and stuff, um, I, I do like him as a villain better, but it was fun to see him kind of beat people up as the blind man. So in this chunk of the movie, I liked. Yeah, I mean, this movie, again, didn't need a sequel. He's the villain of the first movie, and he's a despicable villain. Oh, like, yeah. a gross, terrible villain. For those who haven't watched the first movie, I'm just going to say this. He has, like, a, a thing where he has kidnapped a woman has her tied up in the basement and he's trying to inseminate her with a turkey baster turkey baster forever it's disgusting it's nasty it's not a good character like this guy's crazy and scary and weird um so i like from i went to see the movie i wanted to see it i wanted to see how they were trying to make a sequel out of a movie with the worst character from that movie like the villain and it didn't work for me in any capacity because i can't get that out of my head that he's like at this point we don't know where this little girl came from so I'm like is she the child of that victim like you say you found her from a burnt house I don't trust that that's true did you steal her I'm just I feel really uncomfy with this kid existing I'm like is this really your kid did you rape somebody like what why is this kid here that you're so protective of because we know from the first movie that his daughter was killed by a drunk driver 
Um, so he has this complex of trying to replace his daughter by just like stealing people and impregnating them to create a new child. Um, so I assumed this was his like weird rape baby. Um, so that was just uncomfy. It's uncomfy. I get that he's trying to protect her. Um, to me, this first half of the movie was, it was everything that was good about the other movie, but I'm still, I'm rooting for the wrong character at this point because. And we, and we shouldn't I, really be cheering for him. Yeah. I'm cheering for the child to be safe because innocent child in the scenario, of course, but I'm like, I kind of want him to get killed by the invaders, but also I don't want the invaders to steal this child. Cause at this point I'm like, is this human trafficking? Cause they had been playing up that there was a human trafficker like on the loose in the area so I'm like is that are they going to traffic this child because I'm not on board for that um it it the first movie was so good at being this reversal on a home invasion movie where they invade the house and it turns out the dude in the house is more dangerous <laughs> and I liked that and that happens again here but this time Norman's fighting adults not teenagers idiot teenagers he's fighting adults so in this case he loses he loses the fight and the child gets taken from him and then I just I don't love it I didn't love any of that <laughs> I don't love this movie um and then kind of moving into the second half of this movie because truly it's a two-part movie the second part is where we get kind of the reveal of why um who this little child is and why these people are coming to get her it turns out that the main like ringleader of this gang is her biological father and that he had been in jail for eight years because he and his, the mother are um, like, we're making meth and we're just drug dealers and drug addicts and not the best people to be around. And there was a legitimate fire in the house, um, but her mother didn't die. Her mother just got very burnt up and terminally ill from all the drugs she was doing and then also the house fire. So it turns out Norman found this girl just in the wreckage of this house and stole her and just made her think that he was her father. So again, this character we're supposed to be rooting for is straight up a villain. And yes, he took her from a bad situation, but like you also stole the child. Yeah. So at this point we're thinking, oh, the family's come back to save this child from this man who stole her. That's okay. We're on board. Like that's motivation. Turns out they're trying to steal her because the mother needs an organ transplant and the daughter's the only match. So they're actually stealing her to harvest her organs while she's awake because they're doing it in this sketchy hotel and they don't have the proper equipment to perform this surgical procedure without like with, with putting her unconscious. So she's going to be conscious while they take, I think it's her heart. Yeah, um, she had to be uh, conscious while they operate to keep the hearts, whatever, whatever science they, they say. Yeah, some science to make them even more deplorable of a character. So now we're rooting for the rapist child abductor as opposed to the drug addict organ trafficking parents. <laughs> um, so Norman, being the very smart man he is, he actually befriends the dog of the ringleader, the father character, and follows the dog to this hideout so he's able to attack the hideout. He knocks out the light so everyone's on even playing field and they're all blind in the dark. Even <laughs> though he's in an area he's literally never been before and I'm pretty sure he still would be at a disadvantage because he doesn't even know what the place looks like. Whereas at least they would know what the place looks like. But he's th that brilliant and that amazing of a character that he doesn't even need the floor plan. <laughs> we have Matt um, Murdock so, over here. Yeah, so he's like daredeviling it up. He's fighting all these guys and they have this really big altercation by an empty pool in which 
the mother character actually ends up getting accidentally shot and falling into the pool and dragging the daughter with her. And then we see Norman and the dad fight and Norman blinds the dad. Um, so now he too is a blind man. <laughs> um, at this point, Norman gets fatally wounded and the daughter Tara slash Phoenix, because he named her Phoenix, but her real name's Tara, um, goes to Norman is like, I'll save you. I'll, I'll help you. Let me save you. And then he says, you already saved me. And then he succumbs to his wounds until the post credit scene in which he's still alive. Of course he is. Ta-da! So Ta-da! what do you think of the second half of this movie? Uh, okay, so this is where it just goes off the rails and you're just, you don't know which villain you're cheering for. So what I did was as much as I could just enjoy the violence as much as I can because it is the only thing that I could get from this movie because story-wise, nothing makes sense anymore. Like what kind of parents would, you know, look for their kids after a while? Oh, I just need your heart, but, you know, I want you to be alive because some science explains that you need to be conscious while we take your heart out. Uh, it was really dumb. Even the, uh, although some of the murder scenes were cool, so that's the only thing I could cheer for. Uh, what else do I feel about this? Yeah, again, I'm going to go back to this didn't need a sequel. Um, the first one was just really awesome. And after the ending, you were just like, wow, that was cool. And that's that. I don't need anything else. So yeah, uh, how do you feel about it, Michelle? <laughs> they they tried, like the writers tried so hard to make us cheer for this guy. Like yeah. they really, like they thought, Okay, so we have, on one hand, we have blind man Norman, who is a rapist child abductor. Like, that is what he is. And he calls himself that in the movie. So we have that character. Who are we going to dream up that's worse than that so we make the audience root for this guy? Like, that's what it is. It's just this, like, study of the worst possible situations you could ever think of. So you have to root for him. And not just the first movie you don't root for him. He is the villain, even though the characters that are originally breaking into his house are bad people. You still root for them. They still have this little bit of backstory. They're a little like, you know, their motivations make sense. Like the one girl's trying to steal money to save her sister from their abusive family. And great. The, the actions are bad, but the motivations are good. All this is bad. It's all bad. It's on par bad. I don't, as a viewer, want to cheer for anybody at this point honestly I hope the kid dies because it's a better life than either of these two options that she has like that's where I'm not I'm like I hope when she fell in the pool you get this moment where you think she might actually be dead and I'm like oh okay yeah she's safe for there like she's literally safe for being dead like that was my thought process because it was so bad um then she you know she leaves Norman to die and she goes and checks herself into a group home or, or whatever and I'm like okay she's okay I, she's the only character I remotely care about but even so she's not even a real fleshed out child character no not even so a bit. I, it's it's this hollow shell of a character that maybe you're supposed to like her maybe you're supposed to like him I'm at this point as a viewer disappointed and confused because don't breathe the first is amazing it is so creative it is such a good movie and it didn't need a freaking sequel and in this case, unfortunately, the sequel took away from the first movie for me. 
I'm going to actually have a hard time going back and enjoying the first movie for what it is, knowing that this steaming pile of garbage came afterwards. Um, so I didn't, didn't love, did not like, did not, I barely sat through it. Also, I think it's worth noting, this movie is dark and not just tonally dark. Visually, it's dark as heck. It's hard to no see. No matter where you see it, you're like, what? Who did? Who? What? Um, don't know why that was a choice. Because the there things was, that could have been good were the kills, yeah. but you can't see them very well. Um, there was actually one character that I genuinely liked in this movie, and it was... I don't know if uh, there was a scene where the blind man was in the water and one guy was about to shoot him. And he's like, you know what? I, I can't do this. Uh, what they're doing to that little girl is not right. So I'm going to tell you where they are. And that's the only person I liked in this movie. And he was there for 30 seconds. The only redeemable character. Yep. Yeah. And the dog. I, I don't know why they killed uh, that dog. Yeah. They, well, they had two dogs. They had his dog shadow and then they had like the father's dog. Yeah. And like, are they trying to john wick the blind man yeah like they, <laughs> they killed it like they killed that. his dog at the start of the movie so it's like is that they stole his kid and killed his dog so it's just like blind john wick because it doesn't read like that because john wick to my knowledge wasn't a child of dr rape nope just throwing that out there um yeah so now that we have said all of those pieces was there a favorite moment from this movie that you're like you know what this is the one nugget of good in the movie um in terms of just kind of story or plot wise nothing but uh in terms of a scene i thought it was really cool where he was in the that abandoned hotel where he was in the water and the guys were coming up and he was sort of just feeling their footsteps through the water like the the ripple and that is the only scene that i really like this movie I agree. That's the only, like, in my mind, that was a memorable scene. At this point, and with the first movie, I really had to, like, suspend my disbelief of, like, what is possible for somebody who is blind? Like, I truly don't know. So by the time this movie comes on, it's so kind of outrageous. I'm like, I don't, this is, like, Toph level, like, Toph from Avatar, like, using her earthbending to see blindness level. And I can get there. I'm on board for that. I think visually that that's really cool. And the water thing to me was by far the best part. The disappointing thing was they spoiled the water scene in the trailer because they showed that initial footstep with the ripple. They spoiled it because if that had come up out of nowhere, I would have been like, oh, this is so cool. But the whole time I was waiting for that scene because I knew from the trailer that that was going to be cool. Um, So I still liked that scene, but I wish it hadn't been spoiled in the trailer because that would have been more impressive of a scene. Cause that, that was cool. Like that was cool. I'll give him that. If you don't pay attention to who he is and why he's doing what he's doing and anything, that's a cool fight. That, that unfortunately was it. Um, what was your least favorite moment or scene? Um, there was one particular scene that was just, it, it could have been just me, but it was so dumb. Remember it was in the, in the first act where uh, the blind guy glues uh, the nose and mouth shut yeah and then this other character to save him like pokes a hole in his cheek yeah when all they could have done was open your mouth jaw a little bit and just cut the lip part which he does eventually but he could have just done that in the first place yeah yeah, <sighs> that's, a, yeah that's a good one. <laughs> oh, oh man my least favorite um it's gonna have to be the final 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 scene 
not the post credits where he's still alive that's also bad but when the daughter character is like oh let me save you and he's like you already did oh that's number two for us yeah how was number two how did how did she say like what what did she save you from i don't understand like i get you have this need for a child but what like are, they're really trying to establish this like familial bond between the two characters that just didn't make sense it shouldn't have existed i don't i don't buy it i don't understand how she saved him like i truly don't whether he was like so up so depressed that his other daughter was gone and then his other surrogate was gone and then the girl from the first movie like he tried to I don't that did not work for me and that to me just like at that the moment he said that I was like forget this movie get it out of my brain like I'm like Lou we need to do creepy real right now so I can remove it from my brain because I hate I feel viscerally angry at the existence of this film because of that scene if that line hadn't been there I still would have hated it but I wouldn't have hated it with such like a fiery passion that I hate it like anger I'm angry about it um so as far as a horror movie goes what do you think qualifies this as a horror movie or what made it horror to you um i think they tried a bunch of uh jump scares that were zero percent yeah i'm I'm trying to think of anything else other than fake jump scares that did nothing for me but uh yeah no that's it i think Mm -hmm. Yeah, they tried the jump scares. They they had a couple of jump scares in the first movie that were really effective because yeah. of how quiet the first movie was. Like that was the whole thing. Like don't it's called don't breathe because he can hear you breathing. You have to be so quiet. This movie was so action. It was loud. This was a loud continuous movie. So any jump scare was already in the mess of noise. The only thing that like I think could make it horror was like it did have some bloodier kills and like grosser yeah. kills. Like when I think about the gluing the mouth thing, that was gross. I would never like that. I was like, oh, that's disgusting and terrible. And I hate it. And it was effective. I was like, okay, that's kind of crazy. Like that's memorable to me, but it wasn't the scariest thing about this movie was that it was made. Yeah. With the same director, like. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Sam Raimi produced this and he said, and I quote, this is the coolest idea for a sequel ever. Sam Raimi, get your head on straight. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm so disappointed. This better not bleed into multiverse of madness. I swear to God. This, oh, I'm just like, that's it. I don't trust Sam Raimi's opinion anymore because that this 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 is the best sequel, really. What what? (laughs) It is anything else. It is one of the uh, worst kind of sequels from a really really good movie to the second movie that there's a big difference it's just like what the hell how is this even made yeah exactly it has me questioning just everything like if this is the bar can I make a movie tomorrow because I'm pretty sure I could come up with something at least slightly I mean I'm not gonna be amazing but slightly better than this a little bit better um so with all that let's give it a score and say who we would recommend this movie for a score out of 10 or five. five? Five. The show is five for anyone yeah. watching. <laughs> um, I am only giving it a one just for if you just like the, the violence in this movie. That's the only thing that gets a one for me. As a sequel, it fails and it fails really bad. 
Um, I would recommend this to, I, I wouldn't really, but if you're just curious what happens from the first one to the second one, just want to see a fall from grace, I guess. Uh, yeah, then watch this. Otherwise, skip it. Like, seriously, skip it. I'm going to be violent. I'm personally offended by this movie. I give it a negative one. Oof. I give it the lowest score possible. I give it Oof. the worst horror movie I've literally ever seen in my life. Score. Out wow, of that's five. a horror person right there, folks. I mean, I've seen a lot of bad horror movies too. Like, I it's not like I'm watching all the classics. I will watch whatever. So I've seen some crap. And this by far takes the cake in how angry I am that it was made. This is a terrible movie. It's for nobody. Like, in my opinion, it's for literally nobody. You'd be better off reading the Wikipedia overview than spending two minutes in this movie. Read the Wikipedia. You're going to know everything you need to know. And you'll save yourself the time and the effort of watching this garbage. If you want to watch a bad movie, there are plenty of bad movies. But this one's bad to the point of being, like, I'm offended by how bad it is. It's crap. The first movie is so good. And this is not even just, like, the first one's so good and this one's a little bit worse. The first one's so good and this one's just not even on the screen it with how bad it is. Like it's down, it's down there. It's just on the floor. In like should have been on the cutting room floor bad. Negative, negative score, negative all the points. Like, no, absolutely not. Don't waste your time. Please don't. And if you do, please tell me why you chose to waste your time. Um, because I can list at least like 20 other bad, good horror movies for you to watch. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's if you want bad. They're out there and they can still be fun and still be a good time and still be a bad movie. And this is just bad, bad. Not fun, bad, just bad. Just all bad. This so, movie took itself way too seriously thinking they were going to do a decent part they, too. But they really know. thought they did something. They yeah. really were like, this is it. For who? Who? For why? Um, no, this is bad. I mean, here on Creeping It Real, we definitely watched some, some stinkers. Um, my opinion, this is by far the worst movie we've ever watched for Creeping It Real. And we've we've watched some pretty bad ones. <laughs> some decent yeah. ones, some bad ones. So with all that being said, this has been Creeping It Real. We watched Don't Breathe 2 from 2021. Um, as always, please leave comments, like, subscribe, do all that beautiful stuff. Um, if you happen to have seen this movie, I would love to hear from you if you hate it as much as I did, or if you're like a little bit, I hate it, but not like <laughs> into negative points like Lou did. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you watch the first one, we'd love to hear about your opinion on the first one. Maybe it wasn't as amazing as I think it is. Maybe you didn't like the first one at all. So you didn't even bother with the second. Either way, let us know. Uh, as always, I'm Michelle. I've been joined by Lou and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Or if you like, don't breathe too we really want to know your reason why if you do, if you like it are you okay like, yeah. <laughs> are you okay so you do need a hug that too <laughs> bye <laughs>